Welcome to Degenesis. Excellent. Nice. Yarov, would Hello. you like to start us off with your urinal? Of course. So, um, another week passes in Dresden for the party. Um, as this happens, Yarov asks around town for his mentor. Uh, and some people do recognize um, his name and description, but can't offer him any concrete information. He also goes gambling and wins a few more drafts. Meanwhile, Vasco and Catalina try to recruit people um, to work at the In-N-Out and potentially join their clock. Um, I think they get around seven people working behind the bar, some sex workers as well, and this includes our best friend, Pal Rudolph. <laughs> the immortal... Uh, the legendary uh, pal uh, now works for the in and out um, Tormac repairs some farming equipment slightly beneath him, um, but he does it free since he's already being paid by the council, kinda. Um, and on one sunny day, where all the party are lounging about, um, as uh, Dr. Sergwish uh, treats himself to um, another free drink, as is his will, um, two Cockney gangsters break in through the door um, and ask where Bogdan is, um, saying he owed them something. Um, they uh, threateningly write their names on the door of the In-N-Out. Uh, Catalina does not like this. Throws a warning knife at them, which is bold. Um, they don't seem to be uh, dissuaded, however. Um, and they explain that uh, there was a deal uh, involving inhaled stimulants. Um, they paid him half, um, and then would pay the second half um, on delivery. So they want six capsules, and um, sourced from Poland specifically. Um, and we have 24 hours, 48 hours, I forget what the time limit on this one was, um, to source them. Um, and we discuss and eventually agree to do so. Um, they say they're traveling between uh, Dresden and uh, Vroclav. Vroclav? Is that how it's pronounced? Um, Go with it, yeah. For some mysterious reasons. Um, and the, the main guy who speaks to us uh, introduces himself as Herc. Um, Catalina follows them and sees that they're heading towards the council hall, and they seem to know the council. They seem to be kind of in their employ. Um, we um, follow them there, um, and, well, Catalina follows them there first, uh, where Eckhart, the council clerk, um, explains that they're guests of the council. Um, meanwhile, the Dr. Zergwish um, explains how they are uh, known to be especially nasty gangsters. Um, so, we begin uh, going about the city to satisfy their wants um, in search of uh, the Bion. That's the name of the drug, Bion. Um, Tormek only succeeds in finding some pills. Um, Yarov doesn't find much. Um, 
and neither do Vasco and Catalina. So we decide to go to the council. Um, we meet with Councillor Andre, um, and he tells us to fuck off, essentially. Um, he says it's not our problem, um, since they're in his employ. Um, however, Eckhart offers his, offers his help, um, saying he would hate to see our hard work go to waste, and so he gives us a tip-off. Um, there's a mysterious message left at the in and out which says, The seed of Poland is beneath the broken arch in African drums, and we eventually figure out um, that this means there's um, some of these drugs left in an oil barrow under um, the ruins of an older bridge. Um, so, finding these nodules of burn, we give them to the Cockney gangsters, and in return we get an onyx black bracelet. Um, upon examination, it seems to be a real high-grade artifact that's inactivated uh, with skin contact. When someone wears it, it uh, kind of sticks, it fuses to their skin, uh, leaving a mark. Um, however, we're not exactly sure what it does. It can be um, removed, but we suspect there's another component to it that might involve uh, the other payment that was made. Um, and we left last episode with a visitor to the in and out um, Juryman Stephanie Kastner, who was there to see Yarov. Dun dun dun! dun, dun, dun. So, in the um, relatively fresh midday air you Yarov are standing inside the um, the drinking room of the in and out mm -hmm. I believe Catalina you are eavesdropping at the door as usual and um, Tormek and Vasco are probably not too far behind Indeed. <laughs> Yarov you have just been Introduced to this um, woman, probably mm -hmm. in her 40s, um, graying hair um, tied up in a, a strict bun, but otherwise a, a warm and opening face. Mm -hmm. She's wearing um, well-worn traveller's leathers mm -hmm. um, and appears to be quite dusty from the road. Mm -hmm. And she stands there smiling slightly expectantly mm -hmm. at you. Would uh, you like a drink? Let's let's grab a seat. Uh, just some water, me. Thank you. And she follows you to the table. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, <coughs> pal, pal, get us some water, please. Sure thing. <laughs> he Can I disappears. Take a break, please, Blas. Please, Blas. <laughs> <laughs> no, he never. He heads outside to the well um, with a, a, a tank. Not he doesn't have water. Um, on tap. He's not used to that. People, yeah, people yeah. don't usually ask for water when they walk in here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think we'll go to a table as um, in the like drinking area. Mm -hmm. um, the most secluded one possible, maybe. Though I appreciate it's not particularly secretive. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You can. It, it's not particularly secretive, but you pick one in the corner that's that's sort of far away from the others. Mm-hmm. Um, as you sit down, she says, "Oh, it has been quite some time since I've been in Dresden. I must admit, but um, it is looking a little worse for wear than the last time I was here." You are familiar with the city. When when were you here last? Oh, I have been gone for some months now, but. Um, I was uh, stationed in Dresden for a while. You understand, the judges can't be everywhere. Yes. Yes, I see. Did did you know they had any, any aims here? Any goals? The same as always. Uphold justice. Mercy where possible. Punishment where not. Mm. Of course. But now you're back here to... Seek me? Uh-huh. Well, I must admit you are a uh, an unexpected addition to my little sojourn. Uh, it has been decided that I am to be restationed here, uh, given my previous experience with the city. I was originally... Uh, doing my training um, alongside some of the other judges around Um, but given the untimely disappearance of your mentor we need someone to fill the gap as it were I understand I I am honoured by your presence it is a great pleasure to meet you I look forward to working with you how, Excellent. How did you know I was still here, by the way? She smiles somewhat sheepishly. To be quite frank, uh, I wasn't aware of your existence until after I returned. It was only after meeting the council that I was told that there was a judge aspirant waiting in the city. Ah. I, I must confess, this is perhaps not the place I expected to find you. But nevertheless, I am glad I did. Well, maybe it is a a blessing in disguise, then, that I stay here. Ah, I did not think I would be here this long, even. Truth be told, I didn't really know what would happen next. After he left, I have been quite lucky. Do, do excuse the company I keep. I have had to make do, but they are friendly enough. I have lodging, food, blink. Tell me, do you, do you have any information about Meteor? Alas... Not very much. Part of the reason I am here is to try and ascertain what you know of his disappearance. Please, tell me, what is the last thing you remember on that day? Of course, we were travelling, just on the outskirts. As you start up, she reaches into her um, coat and brings out a 
small but well-worn notebook <laughs> um, and a pencil and starts to write mm -hmm. as you... Um, without breaking eye contact with you, she writes on the notepad. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. We were sat upon by a group of Mackens. It was strange. They were carrying weapons of the Spitalians. It was almost like they knew we were coming. And it's almost like, well, Mitya half expected it. Who knows? Maybe I'm imagining things. Maybe I am paranoid. I do not remember much. Look at me. I cannot put up much of a fight. Um, I was beaten. I was left mercifully. And Ulyanov took him. Took Mitya. He left one piece of evidence for me. I found this on the road nearby. And I pull out my uh, one piece of paper which has the word guess scribbled on it. I have no idea what it means. It could be a name, location, something else. I have asked around, but no one knows anything. Hello. Ben, hello Ben. <laughs> that was a long pause. That was a long pause. <laughs> ben, she's, yeah. she's she's so bored by your life story, Vasco, that she's falling yeah, yeah. asleep. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You've lost Just your mental. Stop mentor. running, Boo you man. Yeah, she's now <laughs> clinically dead. <laughs> oh. It, it's internet seppuku. It happens. Yeah, it happens. That was very funny, didn't it? The timing was great. The timing was great. I'll get you were, it. You were just so, so... Is Ben going to answer? Yeah, it's... We it's, don't know that Ben's internet does have a good comic timing. It has the great, it, it has a great sense of comedic timing, better was, than was any of us. this internet or the previous internet? I think it's still the same one, I it's think, same, right? Okay. Yeah. Or maybe. Right. Um, generally, Cotswold's internet. Um, sorry I've doxed you, Ben. You can cut this out. Oh, so now the listeners know that there is a Ben who lives in the Cotswolds. <laughs> and yeah. Josh and... I think you doxed me last week. I remember saying something about doxing, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Let's all just dox each other. My postcode is... in South London. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's only yeah. a matter of time. <laughs> Oh. The return. And Rohan shall answer. <laughs> What's up, Ben? No, my, my instant just committed suicide for no, no I was apparent pretending reason. my name was Rohan. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, very oh. funny. But it was too late at night for that oh, kind of humor, young man. That was funny. <laughs> Ah, oh dear. Right. 
Um, oh, sorry, Alistair, I took out you off in your meaningful backstory and dialogue. Um, but I, I cut out there. So, yep. would you... Was there anything particularly pertinent that isn't in your backstory sheet? I, I'm telling, I'm telling <laughs> her everything. Uh, okay, you're telling me the cliff notes of your life. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not added anything much new. Um, okay, that's. I just wanted to make if you if you continued um, talking after I left, I didn't. I just didn't want you to have to repeat no. everything. No, uh, basically, yeah. If she, yeah, I'm being completely honest. Okay. Um. As she takes this all down, she nods on occasion and makes sympathetic noises uh, where appropriate. She flips the notebook shut. Um, thank you, Yarov. I know this isn't easy, but um, we are just as dedicated to finding Mitya as you are. I will come to you if we find anything, uh, though... I must admit, my own hopes are rather slim. In any case, you can find me in the council halls, should you need anything. Um, and will you be staying here? Yes, I... I live here. Very good, then. I hope we will see more of each other, Yarov. I hope so, too. Thank you. Um, and she stands and starts to walk to the door just as Pal comes back with a <laughs> tankard of water. <laughs> Pal. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, and I think, no, actually, um, I think I lean closer and, and, like, mutter quite quietly. I would be wary of Councillor Andre. I don't think he has a high opinion of judges. Maybe it's just me, but I do not always think he has the best interests of the people of Dresden in mind. Councillor Andre, you say? Yeah. Yes, I think I remember him from my meeting this morning. He's new. He wasn't here when I was here last. Oh? No. I'm sure we will come to an agreeable set of circumstances. But thank you for your concern. Mm. With that, she downs um, a pint of water mm -hmm. and wow. sets out for the door. I know. Did Do not get on the wrong side of this woman. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Cool. Yep, I'll let her go. So, who's your girlfriend, Yarov? No, <laughs> Tormek does not say this. Do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Tormek would care that much. <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, dear. Okay, then fine. I say. <laughs> yeah. Someone it has does to sound say. Like more like you. To be it's, fair. it's more Catalina to do that. It is. Uh, like right, Catalina. Oh, hang on. Um, I haven't done the voice for a week and it's shit anyway. I need to I need to get a running start. Who is your boyfriend, girlfriend? <laughs> Who's your boyfriend, Yerov? <laughs> oh no! Oh, I got it wrong! Cause... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> yes, oh, you no. did! I just repeated what you said, you... 
Who's your girlfriend, Gerald? <laughs> 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 wow, uh, apparently you've got a very high uh, dominate role there. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> like, yes, I do. <laughs> and there it goes. Um, <laughs> it, it was like a subtle corruption. Um, she is not my girlfriend, Catalina. Luckily for you, there might be some more law and order in this city very soon. What do you mean? She, she isn't is, just passing through? She is from the protectorate. protectorate. She is a juryman. He makes decisions on the behalf of judges. Is she remaining here in Dresden? Yes. Why? <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Dresden is not in the protectorate, mm. and the council can dispense justice as they see fit. Mm -hmm. Just because it is not in the protectorate does not mean there is no law, or at least the potential of law. It brings good. Mm. So you keep saying. But as long as she stays out of our way while we are getting set up, then I suppose there is no harm in her being here. What did she want with you anyway? She was Not just saying. To become some sort of informant, are you? Of course not. Uh, communication what do you mean is. Become? <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are on the other side of the Reaper's blow. Uh, even if I even if I wanted to, then being an informant would be difficult. She is. Well, you'll be here helping me out. Hopefully, we will find Mitya. And then, well, that will be it for me. I'll be on my merry way. And then you'll, I'll be out of your hair. I would be careful around her, though. Yarov, make sure she isn't taking advantage of you. Preposterous. That she would not. And besides, it would be honorable to work on behalf of the judges. No? I shrug. Well, as long as you do not allow her to pry too carefully into our business dealings, then there is no issue here. It is did your calling, I suppose. Besides, now you have someone to, to discuss the law with other than us. <laughs> yes, yes, I have been starved of someone intellectual to discuss my reading with. I what? throw a spanner at Yarov. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> there. <man. laughs> Make a reaction roll, Yarov. Yeah. This is going to become a weekly thing. <laughs> Let's go, baby. A two. I don't know if that's good enough. Two successes. Uh, was it in, in play, Tormek, or was it a serious throw? Uh, I mean, I, this we've all seen, we've all seen dodgeball, right? Yeah. This is, I did it exactly like if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> oh, excellent! Exactly in which case, in in which case, Tormek, you're gonna have to make me a um. Uh, let's go for a dexterity roll, please. Imagine if I actually like seriously hurt you. If you critically, oh oh oh, okay. No, to be Yarov is he's learning. He oh, is yeah. learning. Well done, Yarov. Uh, and, and narrowly ducks below the flying projectile. <laughs> I flip to the side as a spanner comes wanging over my shoulder. <laughs> Your attempts oh, at sabotage will not Prick. go unnoticed. <laughs> what do you mean by what you just said? It's alright, Catalina, you. I'll explain it later. All of you are sabotaging me. 
Sabotaging justice itself. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> <laughs> you have no comeback to this, criminals. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, we are, Yarov, but uh, we didn't think you minded that much. <laughs> when, okay, when you were willing to murder that woman, you didn't seem so concerned about justice then. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just uh, never mind you'll not understand so have you arranged to go and see this woman to find this Mitya or are you just going to hang around here until she comes and asks for more hmm. she will be in the council hall whenever I, whenever I uh, want to go see her but, and yes of course I will fine Well, I suppose there is nothing further to discuss about this woman in the meantime. She has not made any moves against us, and if she doesn't, then there will be nothing further to discuss in the future either. Just don't give her any reasons for her to move then against you, okay? We are not okay? doing anything illegal. No. Let's keep it that way. Yep. I assume we're all aware of what the laws actually are in this area. And so we would know um, if we were doing something illegal. Um, yeah, I don't think we are doing anything illegal. That's, that is an interesting question. O on the grounds that the laws are so relaxed here, it's probably just like, don't murder anyone in cold blood. Yeah. The laws are don't piss off the council. Yeah, it could literally be a Ten Commandments town. Like, I'm not sure yeah, adultery is going to be that that. <laughs> yeah, so there's a big stone plinth in Sinners Square with... Um, mm. On, on, on the back, uh, oh, there's a big stone plinth. On the front, I carved the Ten Commandments. On the back, uh, the 2012 Labour Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> the Edstone. It's always a good one. Somehow it has ended uh, up in Dresden. Hell yeah. <laughs> These arcade markings on the back of the stone. Never forget. Never forget the 2015 Edstone. Never. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, so there are there's in Dresden. There's not a codified law as such. It's it's very much sort of will of the people, will of the council sort of thing. Oh well, we're um, people, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's fine. You can do whatever you want. Um, we are the people. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the problem is, well, at the moment, the council. Um, is pretty much in control of the city, which is fine, except that um, the councillors with the biggest stick are Councillor um, Lucia and Councillor Andre. So. And Andre is the one who's anti us. Mm hmm. Yep. <coughs> but um, certainly, as a, as a representative of the judges, um, Stephanie Kastner will have a significant amount of sway in upholding the spirit of the law, given that there isn't actually a letter at the moment. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, is there anything you guys would like to do? The rest of the day is for you to do as you wish. I retrieve my spanner. <laughs> Tormek spends 12 hours walking across a room very impressively slowly and I think he draws quite the crowd as he, as he, like, like a novelty circus actor so he just very slowly walks across the room 
<laughs> there, there are bets on how long you last before you fall over. Um, yeah, because you're not allowed to eat or drink during this time either. Uh, no, no, Pal, there, there Pal, are, Pal can help me. He can teach me his ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are secondary bets on if you do fall over, if you fall over in slow motion or not. Um, <laughs> oh, in which case that would just be even more impressive. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Tormek, do you have any particular projects you want to do, or do you want to uh, explore Dresden? Or I well, would so suggest there's... to you, Tormek, that um, there are some light repairs that need to be conducted to the inside of our door. I roll my <laughs> eyes, um, and I. the thing is, all we can do is like plane it all down, thus removing more material from the door. Um, uh, you could, uh, <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know what sort of gear you have, but you could... Uh, uh, like fill it out with um, like a, like sawdust and then just varnish over it. Give it some bits of wooden. Uh, wooden yeah, we we might be able to do that. Um, I've also got bits of bits of steel kit that I could start prepping. Also, I found this is for this is for some evening reading. In that lockbox, there were some pills and some money, which I haven't told you about, and some diaries. Um, oh, fantastic! So, so at some point, I'd like to get hot. No, uh, at some point, I'd like Yarov to read them to me as a bedtime story. Ah, <laughs> that Excellent. is psychopathic. I love it. What's <laughs> the image of you, a huge grease-stained like French monkey, lying in a bed with a very slender, tall man in a cowboy hat sat next to you, reading <laughs> someone else's private diary. How the diary of the deceased. I can't think of anything more romantic. It was a bedtime yes. story. Yes. That's, that's horrid. That's like something from Fallout. Is it? Something weird. Something <laughs> Communism is a temporary setback on the road to freedom. Uh, it is. It's the first <laughs> line of the diary. I'm I'm glad <laughs> you have taken those those words to heart. Uh, anyway, democracy so those... <laughs> is non-negotiable. Um, those are my selection of things. Also, but I've um I've, yes. I've put some XP into increasing my artifact lore, so perhaps I might manifest that by having another look at the thing if that's going to help. Um, yeah, yeah, certainly you you can you can have a go at that. We'll come to that in a second because yeah, that is my main um, interest right now. If there's any any analytics I can do on that to try and work out how it works or what it does, I'll be doing that first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I tell you what. Let's let's combine the two and say that one of the diaries actually contains several uh, interesting notes. Hence my increase in oh mm -hmm. goodness me. This Almost this like motherfucker's is narrative role playing. It's top game. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, I just had Jeremy Clarkson in my head going. This is one of the finest artifacts in the world. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Yarov, is there anything you'd like to do? This well, I've had a stressful day, you know, um, mm -hmm. finding those drugs, dealing with those guys, discovering this <laughs> artifact, um, meeting someone. Uh, meeting, you know, a judge. A lot's been going on, so I think I'm gonna, you know, I need to wind down. Um, so he's gonna wander over to the Reaper's arms, almost um, um, on autopilot, and you know, settle into a nice game of uh, Spitalian's Blur, just okay. you know, to calm the nerves. Excellent. Please make me the traditional cunning roll, mm -hmm. and then a D100, please. Wait. Let's go, Cunning. 
Oh, Holy shit, that's five. Oh my God. Five successes and three triggers. Good Holy God. Shit. They're going to ban you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's not that good, though. Okay, so you you play the best game of your life. Yeah. And the best set of cards you get is an eight and a nine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it, it is... But it becomes absolutely atrocious. <laughs> absolutely atrocious. Yeah, no, no, no straights. No full house. Different suits. Um, yeah. So yeah, you, you, you manage to sort of break even and get two drafts. Okay. okay. Oh, don't spend it all at once. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Pretty bad. Cool. You one hundred over there. Mm. But yeah, that's what Yawov does. Um, cool. And you make some some more friends with with the local um, constabulary, as mm -hmm. it were. I think I excitedly talk about the new arrival in town. Yeah, some of them seem genuinely quite impressed that there's a juryman about now. One or two of the more senior officers seem a little bit dubious mm -hmm. about her. You know, mm -hmm. especially if they're they're relatively new. Um, in the role. Yeah. They do not like the idea of someone else muscling in on, on what they consider to be their their territory. Mm. Uh, Catalina and Vasco. Do you have any plans? Um, I think Vasco would probably stick around the workshop with uh, if uh, Tormek's looking at the artifact. Then. Okay. You know, that this is his artifact. <laughs> yes, very true, very true. And Catalina? I would like to venture out into Dresden. And mm. it's been a little... It's been a few weeks now since the attack of um, Chernobog's minions. And now that a judge has turned up, it occurs to Catalina that people might... Like, the fact a judge has come back, people could be just, returning in... What was that been? No, no, sorry. Just, just a point of order before people get more confused. She's a, she's a juryman. So she's not actually technically a judge. What she is uh, is someone who the judges have appointed to act as their representative. Um, yeah. I mean, still, sorry, no, okay, I mean, okay. in, in yeah. the judge clan, like in the same way Yamov is in the judge clan, but you know, yeah. not actually technically the um, specific rank of judge. So is she uh, beneath okay. judge, or is she one of the slightly more outcasty? No, I yeah, I, so I think she's I think... she's. She's never actually gone through any of the trials. She's not shadowed a judge per se, um, but she was a, a person of um, importance in a community who was selected by the judges to act as their their will. You know, I so see, she can she can put down minor sentences. Um, I don't know how much of this you know, Alistair, but yeah, I... the juryman can can, can um, put down sentences for a uh, a an arrested criminal. That person can then has the right to appeal, and they will remain incarcerated until a judge turns up to um, hear oh, so, their case. So jail without trial. It's, it like Basically, <laughs> yeah. If they if they decide to accept the juryman's um, okay. uh, verdict, then they then that then that that becomes immutable. That's fantastic. Really streamlines the justice system. Just say no. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just tell the judge no. Yeah. That's brilliant. I, I, I think in character, Yawa will explain this to the group, too. They know um, her kind of deal. Mm -hmm. 
Right, so she's never bashed someone's in. head in with a hammer. Yeah, life in Guantanamo, waiting for mm. your trial. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing you missed with that wrench, is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah, so, um, well, still, even if she isn't a judge, um, it's sort of a realisation that people are creeping back in greater numbers to Dresden, and the more established cults are starting to take more of an interest in it again. So, I think I'm going to go out into the city and see if there are other um, gathering points run by apocalyptics. Because rival, like, trying to establish a new flock can be quite dangerous, especially when there are, there's no established order, and if there are other people moving in into a new territory, it can be a bit unpleasant. We've won a good few um, new clients uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks, but it's important to see if we've got any potential rivals cropping up anymore. So I'm going okay. to uh, go out into the city and, uh, you know, not be necessarily clandestine, just sort of go around and see if there are other bars that are similar to our own. Okay, okay. Uh, can you make me a... Let's go perception roll, please. I can. Okay, uh... Two successes. This is two successes and two triggers. Yeah, okay. So you are wandering around. Um, do you, do you want do you want to go across the like the entire city or uh, well, how, however, the entire town? However, however much time is left in um, the day, I will spend. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, you can go to the, the main wide. the main points in the main thoroughfares. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So. You, there's no uh, apart from the um, the Reapers' Arms, which is already well established. Mm. Um, there are no new taverns, no new dive holes um, that, that you can see. However, as you're walking around Dresden Market, you spy one of the merchants um, sort of slipping down behind his stall for a couple of moments, mm. and then jumping back up again. Um, and he seems suspiciously full of energy and vilf. Okay. I, uh, is this stall... So are, are these stalls in the market semi-permanent? Or are they just constantly, like, only taken up by, like, roving bands of traders who then move on? Uh, there's, there's some... There's a bit of a mix of both. There's some that are... That are you know, stuck in Dresden and then been there for ages and there's, and there's space for new people to, um, to open up. This guy looks like he's been here for a little while. Okay. Um, yeah, I would like to... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to, you know, note what details I can about the store and, you know, perhaps go over there and perhaps, like, feign interest in buying something to uh, mm -hmm. sort of, you know, learn the guy's name, uh, make just generic small talk with him to find out if he if he's staying around in Dresden or not. Fair, sort of thing. Fair. Um, maybe a deception check. Okay. Uh, two again. Two and a trigger. Yeah, he seems pretty happy. Um, he's uh, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's a local guy. His name is uh, getting the name generated. Mathieu. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's just he's just selling odds and ends with carved wooden bits and pieces that he gets from some of the um, the woodsmen um, on his travels. You know he's 
he seems like a, a, a very persuasive salesman. Can you can you make me please, Catalina? I have no money. Uh, you have no money on you. Uh, well, I have ten drafts. So I have like no money at all. So yeah, he, he could be as good that's... a salesman as he fucking likes, Ben. I'm well, <laughs> can can you can you make me a um? What would it be? I think it would be power. Yeah, maybe <laughs> resist the salesman's wiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. No, make me focus. Make me focus. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, two again. Two successes and a trigger. Okay. Yeah. So you you're talking to him, and you know he's he's a very personable guy. He's very chatty. His his rhythm and his timbre just sort of you know it just flows so naturally. Mm. Um, and you you begin to find yourself really liking him. Um, oh, okay. And you you know. As part of your act, you know, and, and just as a favour to him for, you know, he's taking up so much of his time, decide to buy a couple of um, wooden spoons, um, which he charges you ten drafts for. Great. Well, you know, it's, it's, you got to spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> These wooden spoons are going to be oh, so lucrative down the line. <laughs> they, yeah, I mean... You do think, you kind of think as you're sort of talking to him, to him, it's a little bit steep, but, you know, he's a good guy and he's clearly put a lot of heart yeah. and soul into um, into this. Okay. Um, I would mm -hmm. like to then Uno reverse card this. And evidently he's just made a, a good sale. I've spent my ten drafts and bought some wooden spoons. Mm -hmm. Um... I would like to, you know, continue the conversation after this point and try and find out, you know, where, where he's staying and um, name drop the um, the in and out as, um, you know, I don't mention that I, I can't run it, but, um, oh, you know, it's uh, like, uh, can you recommend any other, any bars? Uh, I usually go to the in and out it's really great there. It'd be nice if you could come one time. Maybe we could get to know each other a bit better. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he seems quite open to the idea. He's never been to the In-N-Out. He doesn't. There's not no, not another bar in Dresden that he goes to. Um, it's, but yeah, you know, he, he seems. To, he looks around and says, "You know, I, I really do miss the apocalyptics." Um, but you know, it, it seems like some of them are coming back, so that's a good deal. Uh, but yeah, I'll give the In-N-Out a try. Excellent. Good. So hopefully he will show up at some point. Mm -hmm. Cool. And so you can talk us out of all our money instead of just your tender. Mm. <laughs> uh, yep. Precisely that. Um, yeah, and then I would like to leave then. Okay, yeah, sure. But, um, um, could I lurk in the vicinity? Because once he's gone, I want to do his stall over. <laughs> like, just see if he's... Like, if it's, that's where his stall always is. I don't doubt that he'll be taking his merchandise back with him. But um, if he has, like, a uh, concealed hiding place in the area where he's been, like, keeping some sort of a drug, like, uh, under a like, flagstone or something, I don't know. I just want to see if there's anything. Make me another, make me another focus check, please. Mm -hmm. uh, two again. Another two, good God, this is totally rigged. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh... He's, he's your friend. 
you, you know, you don't need to stay and look at his stuff. There's no, no need. You, he's, he's persuaded you totally and utterly that he is an absolutely great guy and above reproach. Do I get any sort of vibe from him that he... Only good vibes. <laughs> good vibes okay. only. The good, good vibes, vibes only. only. I see. Okay. In that case, I leave, I suppose. I return okay. to the in and out. Okay. Over the... What would it be? Probably, what, half an hour walk it takes you to get back? You're at the the door. And you think... Fuck. He's just used burn on me. You'd be oh, well wow. aware of the you'd be well aware of the as a as an apocalyptic, you'd be well aware of the effects of unity um and what it can have on other people if it's used by merchants or salesmen. Well of course we will uh, have to have a quick and, check. Uh yes. Um hang on, control F <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in one of these. Okay, um, yeah. I'm assuming that's some, uh, like, charisma-based burn. Yeah, yeah, it basically gives him a, a, a bonus to his negotiation and empathy. Mm, and we definitely didn't sell that to him. Any expression, sorry. No, you did not. Interesting. Well, I'm going to put the uh, the spoons in my pocket. They will come in. They will come in handy later. I'm sure. My <laughs> <laughs> new spoon is either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, you know, Mouse carried a fucking stiletto round for an entire campaign and used yeah. it in the final. Game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I think I found my uh, my track on Yeah, you're MacGuffin. The, these wooden spoons from the market. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, as you're being conned, um, <laughs> Tormek uh, and Vasco. So, Tormek, would you like to roll me an, uh, another... Um, do, 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 what would it be? It would be Artifact, artifact Lord, Lord, please. I'll, I'll stick some ego on this if you don't mind. Okay, yeah. I reckon of two of the old egos. Very good. Five successes <laughs> and two triggers. Good God, you are all rolling like stink today. Um... Yeah, okay. So you don't know precisely what this does yet. In fact, you're, if, if, if Yarov, Yarov's hunch is right and there is another component to it, it's likely you might not know, like you might never know what this mm. does unless you get the second part. Yep. However, what you can tell is this. Um, when it punctures the skin, it appears to extract... Um, blood and dermal tissue right and from from two of the spikes the other two spikes appear to have um, a hormone uh, you know there are traces of, of, of hormones coming out of one and a, uh, the other appears to have a small electrical current I this is, see this is based on similar sorts of things and that you've sort of pieced together from, from the notebook and, and your previous experience with artefacts. So would I guesstimate that this electrical current would be nowhere near enough to cause pain and is for some other purpose? <sighs> yeah, not, not meaningful pain. It's certainly going to yeah. sting a bit, you yeah. know, but it's, it, it's not... Um, no, yeah. it's not its designed purpose. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I think if, if, if Vasco was there showing an interest, I think I'd relay that information. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I, I think I'll say to him, we need to find this other P. We do. What are you telling me? I've got some sort of hormone in me now. Well, I'm not sure. I mean... But, yeah, sorry, Ben. Do I think that it has put the hormone into Vasco when he wore it, or that it just can do if, say, it had the other P? I mean, you think it's unlikely, given that it, it probably didn't fully activate, but then... It's an ancient artifact. Who knows? Yeah. It could be like a sleeper agent thing. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, there's no way of knowing without having the other piece. But this could be powerful. Well, it is an ancient artifact. Excellent. So, a few days pass. If no one else has any oh, other... I would, of course. Oh, oh, of course, sorry, Catalina. <laughs> I, I, would inf I, I would, as soon as I'm back at the In-N-Out and have had this realisation, I would go storming through to Vasco, wherever he is, uh, probably in the middle of his conversation with Tormek. And, um, yeah, like, throw open the door to the warehouse and hold up the, the spoons... <laughs> Angrily hold up your <laughs> bundle of spoons. Yeah, and say, some bastard trader just used unity on me. And he didn't get it from us. Which is what? the greatest crime. <laughs> He's in the market now. He's been here for a while, he says. So he must have got it from within the city. Maybe that was a lie. No, no, this was... No, it can't all have been a lie. Why lie about that? Besides, I have seen his stall before. He has been here for a little while now. Okay, that is interesting. I have told him... I recommended this place to him. But he might not show up. I was planning to... Before I even knew that... He had the burn, but I, I thought he was taking some other form of drug, but... And I was going to get it out of him when he came here on his own terms. But now I feel like we should go back for him right now. I am inclined to agree, but... I don't want to be ensnared by his charms. Well, if you know it's coming, we... you won't be. That's not necessarily true. I think we should watch him, him. We shall watch him. It should become clear when the drug wears off. But tomorrow, what if I go back there and he is gone, and we have lost our chance? Well, I'm saying go now, but we won't immediately approach. Very well. I put the spoons. I, I put them into my, my belt because I've got a belt of knives. We'll get you a fork soon. The dangerous throwing spoon. Yeah. Well. Would have left less of a mark in the door if he used that last week. Mm. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been. <laughs> cool. It would not have been as well. <laughs> so you, you, you've put two spoons into your knife belt, now, have you? I have, you? yes. Excellent. Make sure you get that noted down, Ben. Aye, for, that the, is, for the fun when you go for your spoons. <laughs> Combat just got more interesting. 
the bastard yeah. wind ten drafts out of me. That's a good job you didn't have more on you. <laughs> yes, it is. Imagine being reckless with your money. I would never. <laughs> you know, I, you followed me out and I flinch away from you. <laughs> I didn't oh. know you were behind us. What are those, your, your hammers of justice? <laughs> He has a good chuckle. <laughs> Yarov, I would like to report a crime. <laughs> well, but you can report it to the council. I am but I a do not trust you know them. This. I believe that you are the only person that could assess, assist us on such short notice. The... And besides, surely it is personal. It has affected me. And well, by extension, you. If you would like um, a judgment by a judge proper, then... Your best option is I'll stay to go here, to then. Stephanie. Um, I, I, I just turn away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Vasco, if we are going to keep an eye on this person, we should go now. Unless you just want me to do it alone. No, I will come with you. Good. Well. Let's go. Let's waste no more time. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, Yao's going gonna follow. Uh, he doesn't want to get involved, but he wants to watch. <laughs> oh, so you can judge us instead. So we have an audience. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're watching him and he's watching us. Yeah. <laughs> but who's watching him? Well, the the first guy. Okay. Custodes ipsos custodit. Ben, you know I'm not a nerd, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, we're too cool for that. Now, well, you're going to have to learn, Alistair, because oh, I've been brushing up on my Latin for the judges episode. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you, you three, Atomic, are you tagging along as well, or are you um, sticking with the Arata? I'd probably say. If, if, are, if I could do anything more with the artifact, I would, but I feel like I've exhausted it for now. Um, in which case, it's, I would go along. No? Yeah, uh, I'll say you, you always feel like you could possibly poke, poke and prod a bit more, but you know you also know from experience that doesn't always end well with ancient artifacts. So, yeah, yeah. Up, up to you. I th I, I, I'll, um, I'll probably keep it on me, safe, and, uh, and go along. No, don't. No, what, don't, don't <laughs> You'll end up selling it out of me. <laughs> well, I'm not going to Oh, no, but guys, he gave me these magic beans. <laughs> So, yeah, you all head down to the market together. Um, it's winding down now. Now the evening is cool. Um, and you can see lots of the, the stalls are packing up their stuff, including the one that Catalina points out. Hmm. Yeah, I, How's I, he I looking? <laughs> How's he looking now? Yeah, he looks like a, a reasonable man. You know, average, every, average everyday Joe. Fair enough. Um, let's I think we just go and seize him and make him talk to us right now. My bother waiting around. Yeah. What were you rolling? Focus. Yeah, but that was in a conversation with him. I think we should just go walking up to the stall and just like bulldoze him to the ground <laughs> and drag him away into one of the alleyways. Um. Is that really possible in a crowded market? It's winding down. <laughs> it's winding down. It's dark. 
Mm. <laughs> when the sun goes down. Mm. Up to you. How are you going to approach this, guys? Let me just think about this. Uh, I'm going to tap my holster. Um, just to reassure <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, as as long sheriff. as Jalov is watching, you should everything shall be fine. As Sometimes... the sheriff reassuringly places a hand on his yeah. six shooter. <laughs> Sometimes the mere presence, the visage, the image of the law is enough to keep people in check. This is a very important lesson. Fear will keep you. Yeah, uh, Fear let's approach. Let's <laughs> <laughs> approach with a little. <laughs> or perhaps Vasco, you approach him as a, as a, uh, as a patron, and I could go around the outside and come up behind him. Yes, and then subtly put a knife to his back, and uh, we will um, put an arm around him and go as friends into a dark alleyway. Oh, it's time to murder a drug dealer again. It's oh yeah, long. baby. Ben, where's the nearest hole? We need <laughs> to Are go. there any manholes in the city of <laughs> You will just have to find out. <laughs> um, so, okay. Vasco. Hmm. You come up to him. You try and get his attention. Can you make me a cunning roll, please? Yeah. Can you distract it? I can... I'm gonna spend one ego on that. Mm. Oh my god, it's two. The twos are back. The twos <laughs> are sticking along. Um. Okay. 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 Let's let's see how perceptive he is. Okay. Yeah, you walk up and he he looks up and says, "I I'm very sorry, sir, but we are closing for the day now." If you desperately require spoons, uh, you can find us in the same place tomorrow. <laughs> I'm afraid I just sold my last spoons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they... They do look so, like such fine craftsmanship. Well, where did they... Sorry, what did they say? What was the last line? You can find us where? Uh, here tomorrow. Okay. I, I, I have run out of spoons for the day. May I, I have perhaps these salad tongs, if you were <laughs> so inclined, but uh, alas... No <laughs> Salad tongs, interesting, interesting. Um, okay. Can I see them? Um, <laughs> in the meantime, Catalina, <laughs> what the fuck is that? make me a sneak roll, I like to think you pick up the salad tongs and hold them up to the light and squint yeah. at them. <laughs> Are we playing Troika now? <laughs> is that what's happening? I, I, can, I can see you've got a box of sporks down there covered up. Don't, don't think you can get away from me. <laughs> I <laughs> see everything. Oh, a discerning customer. Roll, roll I'm going to spend an ego on this. <laughs> and you're going to get two. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. God. This guy is... One, but it's a trigger. Incredible. I got a lot of twos uh, there, though. Look at that. That yeah, is oh, a lot of... The, two, the curse of the twos. Yeah. It's just... Consistency is not always key. Um, yeah, I think as he... As he's sort of showing you this... Perhaps <laughs> this this is going to go a bit troika, but I'm just rolling with it now. Um, it's oh, yeah. it's a it's a well varnished set no. of um, salad tongs, uh -huh. and then as he as Vasco holds them up to the light, <laughs> he sees the glint of your knife reflected in the salad tongs, <laughs> yes. and turns around in in shock to see you trying to sneak up on him. What the uh, help help? She's back. 
I, I, I'm gonna just run at him and tackle him to the ground and try and just, like, you know, punch him in the face and shut him up. Like, oh, I, I'm not retreating, um, I'm going for him. Okay. Um, in which case, let's check his reactions versus well, we had, your... We had four good sessions, guys. <laughs> your... Are you going at him with the knife or just with, with your fists? Um, I'm not going to try and kill him. I'm going in with my fists. Okay, brawl then, please. Okay. Oh, come off it. Six dice, three zero successes, fails. and three critical failures. I, I get oh. out my popcorn. Oh yeah, this, baby. <laughs> this is Yarrow what I live gun. for. <laughs> this Sorry, is what I, live for I, I can't hear you. As a GM, the okay. popcorn's too loud. <laughs> so, <clears throat> as <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I, this is just I'm just gonna have to release some troika for a bit here, so we can get back to a serious session at some point. Um, as you dive towards him. Um, he just so you know, he he only rolled three dice and he got one success, and you still managed to do worse than him. Yeah. Um, he sidesteps um, strangely quickly, and you um, trip over his outstretched leg, falling into the um, stand next to him, which happened to be selling wind chimes. <laughs> there is an almighty <laughs> clang and clash and and sort of. Uh, tinkling of music um, and you can see a couple of Councillor Andre's men uh, turn from from the sidelines and start to look at you and they begin to walk forwards um um okay <laughs> maybe it's time for Yarrow to start <laughs> um, okay, what are you doing hang on I'm just typing Catalina botches and falls on some wind chimes because this needs to be <laughs> Yawa quickly oh, notes so. this down in his journal. <laughs> I, I, I have recorded it as utter humiliation. <laughs> okay. Um, no, uh, in, I'm, in I'm the... gonna go. I'm gonna step forward, and I think I'm gonna be slightly deceptive with this. And go, um, you there? Stop right there. Um, you shall be uh, interrogated. You shall uh, not cause any more distress in this market. Um, and indicate for her to get up. And be like, you know, uh, I'm gonna grill you for a bit. I'm gonna interview you. Oh, Maybe you're I'm gonna. Me. Yeah, I'm gonna arrest you for a bit. Okay. Um, okay. Can I? Can I pull this off? Make a um, deception check. Okay, I am gonna put a hack hack load of um, <laughs> ego on this. Let's go, okay, for it. Three successes. Excellent. Fine. Yeah, I think. The, the two guards look at you. One of them has um, a hand on a, a light firearm. The other appears to be wielding a, a rather solid-looking truncheon. Oh, Yarov, it's you. Sorry, I didn't didn't quite recognize you for a second. I take it you, uh, you're working with um, the, uh, the juryman now? Yes, yes, I have this in hand. Uh, boy. she's a... Um... A known nuisance on these streets. Well, I am a low life as well, so um, they can, yeah. that that probably does add up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really not keen on you, Catalina. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have her sorted out in but, no time. Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm I'm sure you will. Uh, do Do you just want a hand? You know, restraining her. Um. <laughs> that. Uh, I think I'm going to play up being hurt overhearing this. 
I'm gonna like <laughs> pull myself to my feet, clinging onto the stall with like a leg bent at a funny angle. Mm-hmm. I've got this. Uh, no need. Oh please, my TG, I just don't arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Um, in the meantime, the merchant, who's still in a bit of a panic after nearly being assaulted with <coughs> a knife. Um, is going to run up to the most solid and trustworthy person he sees in the near vicinity. <laughs> Tormek. Yes. <laughs> Critical failure. He, he runs up to you and says, please, you've, you've, you've got to help me. To that what? woman, she's, she's <laughs> crazy. She tried to kill me. I look up. No. Who did? Ah, no, she just went completely feral. I, I don't think she's right in the head. Can you... um? Make me a focus roll. I okay. believe. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this an, if this is a mental defense check? Yeah, then it is indeed. He's near Yarov, so da 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 da. Uh, Yarov's commanding. He's like a paladin. Yeah. But, <laughs> but now, Ben, did you just say roll focus? I did indeed say roll focus. Minus two? No, I do. I get minus, minus two. two on this? You do oh, get okay. minus two. Fine. Well, here's the thing. My focus is great. You have got good focus, luckily for you. Okay. It's a close run thing. I I think you you don't um Yeah, you you don't you know go straight to his aid, but just there's something about the the genuine panic in his voice. Um he is he is totally um you're totally convinced that that there might be something wrong with Catalina. Like, you know, you, you think it's more likely that he's accidentally pissed her off and she's just gone a bit mental as opposed to anything actually serious. But yeah, yeah there's, there's definitely something you're concerned about, you know. Okay, well, uh, m- much as Torment can be empathetic, he's going he's gonna to try. Um, I'll roll for that if you want. It might be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, roll empathy. There you go. There you go. Fuck oh, off. Fuck off, you little shit. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but he has tried. So if, if, if Yarov's fooled by this, despite what he's just been told by the others, then um, then I guess he'll try and just fail to be empathetic, which maybe he'll come across as being um, <laughs> disbelieving entirely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, you know, I don't know how... how I think Tormak just stands there and goes like, hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a, a, a linguistically minded man. Mm. <laughs> no. Oh dear. You buy so. armor. You buy gun. <laughs> I, I trade for spoon. Yeah. So so this but the merchant is is looking a little bit confused and concerned. Um, as as you would be talking to Tormac. Uh, well, it, precisely. Um, but you know, it, as you look over, you can now see Yarov. Arresting <gasps> Catalina, which oh is God. that wasn't part of the plan. You weren't <laughs> told about this. Um, this. This is obviously some sort of trick they're oh playing. Lord. I don't oh no. understand these kids. <laughs> well, it, it you know, it, it, as someone who I think it's fair to say probably isn't that good at improvisation. But um, I think that's true. <laughs> well, we're putting it, on a good show for you. You said you were coming to just watch. Yeah, where is my popcorn? Does popcorn exist in Dresden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're you're just like okay, something something is definitely amiss here. I didn't expect it to be like an interactive thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is art, Tormek. Um So yeah, uh, yeah. So um, 
Well, I mean... Catalina and Yerov, you are now walking away from the marketplace. Yeah. Vasco, you aren't yet implicated in this, necessarily. <laughs> um, but it is now you and Tormek um, alone with the merchant. Yeah. I, uh, I, I look at Vasco just with a, with a look of general confusion and fear on my face, I think. Hmm. Um, like, what's going on, Vasco? Good lord, that... I don't know what happened there. Are you, are you okay, sir? I I think I will be. Oh, with the shock, it was... Oh, rather rather damaging to my nerves. I I, I, I don't want to have a... You know, I, I don't like con- confrontation with anyone. I just want to, everyone to get along and, and buy my spoons. <laughs> yeah. That's, what a noble, what a noble goal. It ain't much, it's but it's all actually. Right. <laughs> 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 you okay, there, Robert? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs into the vicinity. Yeah, why do bad things happen to good people? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm done now. Please carry on. From what I hear of some friends who've purchased from you, you're really quite the salesman. They um, they told me about how they came back feeling raised from the experience. How do you do that? Oh, well, it's uh, my natural charm, I guess. And then I probably get closer to him and I was like, no, it isn't, it's it's unity, isn't it? Ooh, make me a domination roll. Okay, well, here comes the two. (laughs) Come on. Oh, it's a three. It's above average. Um... Yeah, I think he he looks a little bit dumbfounded for a second and says, "Well, I mean, yeah, but ev- everyone does it a little bit, right? You know, most of the merchants around here, you know, most of the good ones anyway, they can afford it. They're um, they're on some burn." Uh, exactly. It's, well, it's, I think it's great, but uh, I just want to know how you got some. And perhaps I can make it worth your while. Well, if you're, you know, looking for something similar and willing to grease the wheels a little bit, um, let's just say the the price of a couple of good spoons. So, uh, ten drafts. Oh yes, that's very reasonable. Excellent. As he takes the, the folded paper from you, he looks around for a second and says, uh, There's this new guy on the uh, the edge of the Jahamadan Quarter. He's just started up. Some of us were getting a bit, um, a little bit nervous, if you know what I mean, without the regular supply. I've heard there's some new apocalyptics in town, but so far no one I know has managed to get any burn off them. 
So I hear as well. His prices are pretty good for the moment. I think he's starting up a new, wants to start a new clientele. But, um, yeah. You can find him usually at the start of the week. Near the, uh, just over the bridge from the Jehanabon Court. Excellent. And is it just Unity or other stuff as well? Well, it seems to be whatever you want at the moment. If you, um, let him know, the next week he'll be back with whatever we want. Thank you. Hopefully he Wait. sells spoons. Uh, uh, he looks, suddenly looks up at you again. Like, Hang on a second, are you in on this as well? No, no. <laughs> I, didn't re- I didn't realise you were into Burn too. No, no, I'm well. just here for the show. Uh, I say I munch my popcorn. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> oh, no, just making conversation. Uh, but I say that in a very awkward and obvious way. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, um, Yarov, I assume you march Catalina yeah. back to the in and out. Yeah, I do. Catalina, you reckless fool. I, I cannot believe uh, you would make uh, us look like idiots in public, in front of law enforcement. I think I'm just being meekly led along. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were better than this. I thought... Um, You'd be able to swiftly get him out of sight, uh, ask him what you needed to, uh, and then let him be. But no, it is it is not I, Yarl, who is uh, embarrassing himself in public this time. Yeah, I think once we're out of the square and like out of the the public eye, while you're saying this, I like shake myself free of your. <laughs> I'm assuming you haven't cuffed me. Because <laughs> you don't have any handcuffs. Uh, he's he's got like a I kid's do. plastic set yeah. that he found in a, in a garbage pile somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I like turn around and like point into your face and like open my mouth to say something, but I just make like an <laughs> sound, and then like it looks as though like tears are coming into my eyes, and I'm just going to turn and just walk off. Into the city somewhere. <laughs> I just walk away from you, just, aw- just off into the city. <laughs> you have to thank me. You owe me one. Good thing Andre's men didn't get at you. Yeah, I, I don't react. <laughs> I just, I just go down a side street. <laughs> You're gonna somehow end up on the top of the highest building, just looking out into the. Into the <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna start raining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evanescence course. starts playing. Yeah. Um, Oh boy. So, the next couple of days pass. Is that two days? Uneventfully. That is two days, that is two ego points. Oh yeah, maybe. Uh, um, I, I, realistically, I probably only recover one. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to do that for roleplay, Josh, I will give you kudos. This, uh, uh, this evening does not count as a, <laughs> as a night of rest. This is... <laughs> This is... I should lose ego. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um... You're... You know, minding your own business. The... It, so you, you know you've got a few days before this mysterious drug dealer turns up, Vasco. Um, yep. In the meantime, though, there's a knock at the door. Um, this is in the morning, before um, the in and out usually opens. 
and when, who, uh, whoever opens it, probably Pal, to be honest, because mm. he's still there. Juryman Kastner is in the doorframe. Excuse me, I just wondered if um, if Yarov was in. There's something he might like to come and see. Um, yep, I will arrive eventually on the scene. Oh, yes? What is it? Where is it? Uh, if you'll follow me, this could be quite an education for you. Ah, excellent. I shall be off at once. Uh, I get my things ready and I follow her. Okay. Um, any of the rest of you, are you coming with them or are you going to sleep in until the bar opens? Probably uh, doing something in the workshop. Okay. Hmm. I'm, I'm very curious, but I don't know, what's the what's the vibe like if I try and come with you? <laughs> um... I Yawav would prefer I think it's obvious that Yawav would prefer to be alone on this one. Like maybe if you start to like follow he'll maybe give a quick glare. But like um I don't think he's gonna like physically stop you. I I don't think he could. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh okay, maybe I'll if I follow you at a distance then I don't try and hmm. butt into the conversation. Okay. But I'm not particularly trying to stay out of sight either. Yarov will accept this begrudgingly. Okay. Um, the juryman either hasn't noticed or doesn't seem to care that there is someone else um, sort of following along behind you. But she leads you um, down a path uh, and down to the south of the city, just sort of down in this region. Um, as you walk through the square, um, you see a group of strangely dressed men and women. Mm -hmm. Yarov, you're relatively well-travelled, I believe. Yep. Um, not by choice, but... Not by choice, yep, fair. You, and you, you've probably met quite a few people in this. You recognise them as um, the dress, at least, as Pagaro. Yep, okay. And they seem to be standing in a huddle and talking in hushed tones until um, Dreamin uh, Kasner uh, walks up to them and says, uh, Excuse me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have all the parties required now. I believe that um, Councillor Andre's men are waiting for us. Shall we proceed? As soon as she joins, they all stare in silence at you, Yarov. Um, and there's a... In fact, maybe an expression check. Yeah, okay. Um, Yarov is confused, so he would like to know what these what these things mean. Um, let's go. Why is my character keep minimized? Do do? Another two. Yep. Um... Yeah, no, they're, they're not disguising it at all. They are... These people are, are angry. They are sad and they are angry. Mm -hmm. Not at you, as far as you can tell, but there is uh, there are the deep 
embers of resentment in there. Mm -hmm. So, as she walks down, um, uh, Stephanie doesn't attempt to make a conversation with you or any of the other men and women. And you walk down in silence. Um, you almost for a moment think you're heading to Dr. Sodguishi's office. But you stop and head down a side alley just before the end of town. There, uh, waiting for you, are three of the um, the police force. Uh, one of them with a large wooden sledge, um, sledge uh, what they called, like not the sledgehammer things. You know the things that police used to batter batter down doors. Um, um I don't actually know. Battering ram. Yeah, like a like a a, a a battering ram, but obviously a one person one. Yeah. Um, and the other two are have truncheons. Hmm. As you walk up, it um, Stephanie holds up a finger to her lips, looking at you, and then nods at the two men. Uh, the, sorry, the three gathered men. The first one rushes at the door with the ram and knocks it um, inwards. The flimsy bolts flying and clattering off inside. There's um, consternation as the other two rush in and you can hear the sounds of a struggle um, before um, a figure is dragged out of the house um, swiftly followed by another. Um, this uh, a youngish woman who is ineffectually beating at the backs of the two um, policemen. You can see now that the figure being dragged out is an older woman. Um, her head's covered in a shawl, um, her feet uh, bare, and it looks like well-worn, as if she's travelled a long way um, without shoes. Stephanie holds up a hand uh, placatingly and looks sympathetically at, at the woman who is trying to stop the policeman and says um, Pache Pache we are on a mission from the council your guest is suspected of a heinous crime and it is our duty to ensure that all parties are satisfied within the law you are welcome to come with us and observe the trial, as are all members of Dresden. But I would ask that you refrain from assaulting the officers for your own safety. You can see that the younger woman is distraught, but some of uh, Stephanie Kastner's words cut through to her, and... Her hands now just fall limply to her sides. You can see now that the Pagaran uh, group are staring daggers into the older woman, and there's the muffled um, hints of Pagaran under their breath as they uh, mutter to each other. So, on the walk, back up Stephanie turns to you Yarov and says I think it would be, would be good for you to uh, observe 
this, Yarov. I won't give you any of the history, just yet. I want you to observe the testimonies and come to your own conclusions as to guilt and then as to punishment. I will, of course, guide you and perhaps overrule you if I feel you have been unduly harsh or lenient. But this is your first case, if you like. I know that Mitya wasn't able to give you the training you fully deserved. He's going to nod his head solemnly and very well. Um, I shall, I shall hear the case and make a judgment. Okay. Vasco, um, you probably could follow relatively easily up until they headed down the alleyway. Uh, if you want to have seen what went on, if you, you're desperate to keep an eye on them, uh, you could make a stealth roll if you'd like. Sure. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, let me do that. With my character view load. Um, stealth is... Oh, that's not particularly great, but whatever. <laughs> One. Okay. Okay, so... None of the assembled... Unless you'd like to roll for... Um, Perception, Yarov, please. Um, I'll go for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you you see Vasco pointing around the uh, sort of poking his head round the corner. Um, the as far as you can tell, both of you, the, neither the guards nor Stephanie nor the Pagarans have picked up on Vasco. Um, as far as you're aware. Okay. Um, yeah, Yawov notices, but I think he's going to keep quiet about him. Mm-hmm. As um, they head back up, you can now hear, both of you, the sound of a bell being rung in Sinner's Square. When, by the time you reach there, it is filled with the people of Dresden. Um standing around, you know, expectantly. They know what this spell means. This means that there is someone going on trial, and if they're lucky, there's going to be a public execution. So, it takes a moment for everything to be set up, but you, um, Yarov and Stephanie, are sat in high-backed wood wooden chairs. Um, the woman is held between the two officers that arrested her and the assembled crowds are kept back by another uh, tight ring of officers the Pagarans stand to one side within this ring very well says Stephanie let the trial of Mania begin we're going to take a break there and come back in five minutes for the trial. Cool. Oh, Christmas. Just, just for the sake of flavour, there are in fact also twelve angry men standing in the crowd. Yeah, of course. Um,
addict. <laughs> Grapes in any form, by any means necessary. <laughs> right, are we all returned? Rapist. We are returned. Uh, Yawa has returned. Returned of. Yeah. Excellent, and we're still recording, which is good. So, right. Um, just out of interest, Tormek and Catalina, on hearing this bell, which admittedly hasn't been rung in quite some time, you both know what it means, having lived in Dresden uh, for, for quite some time. Either of you interested in seeing a random trial? No. Nope. I think I think I'd be slightly concerned about what Yarrow's gotten up to. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this, having been aware of the fact that he left with a judge earlier, I'm now thinking, ah, I see, he's been, he, he's about to get murdered for some sort of asinine activity. I better <laughs> go and see what's going on. Excellent. Well, Catalina is quite happy to stay in bed. Yeah, Catalina's still on top of that building, and it just happens to overlook the uh, the square. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what. Well, this is like two days late. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow, yeah. that really did a number on you. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, by this point I am back, but I am sullen, and I'm just going to sit at home and sulk. <laughs> I think um, I was planning on having a chat with Tormek about things, but... Um, oh, I mean, I, was, I mean, if but, you, if you um, wanted him to stay, I'm sure you could persuade oh, him. no, no, no. Um, as I see you go, oh, well, I better go see what that is, and you leave, I just get put in a worse mood. <laughs> remain <laughs> remain immobile I don't want to go watching someone being executed isn't going to bring my mood up today fair enough this is one of those fair. rare well, instances <laughs> you never know I mean give it a try Josh Come on. Uh, yeah, maybe you know uh, when I get there I'll, I'll have a great time yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I just can't be bothered to go all that way <laughs> no Very good. Okay. In which case, um, uh, Tormek, you find uh, Vasco fairly easily in the crowd, and you're relieved to see that um, Yarov is actually sitting on the panel as opposed to in the dock, mm -hmm. as it were. Um, <laughs> so. But, but slightly surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Um. The trial begins. Stephanie um, first stands up and clears her throat. The charges being brought against one Maria of Bogari are as follows. She is guilty of the murder through willful neglect of 34 individuals. She then fled the justice of her own town here to Dresden. And now she will face our justice. With that, she looks pointedly at the Bagaran delegation, who are struggling to contain themselves at this point. The story is as follows. Maria harboured a dangerous and unstable psychokinetic in her house for some time without 
informing either the Spitalians, Anabaptists, or any other relevant authority. This psychokinetic then went on to feed on and kill 34 members of the town before it was finally found and driven off. Maria, then faced with the wrath of the town, fled. We will hear from several representatives of the Pagaran people who will give their side of the story. We will hear from her sister who harboured her. And finally we will hear from Maria herself. Mr. Yarov here will assist me in my inquiries and will be free to ask any questions he feels are pertinent. He will then assist me in deciding the punishment for this crime, if indeed she is found guilty. Now, we will begin. They start with the Pagans. <coughs> they go through one at a time, uh, but all say a fairly similar story. Uh, they lived in a small town uh, up in the mountains in northern Pagari, where some point within the last year they noticed an increase in the number of ticks and lice um, that were being found uh, on various members of their uh, of, of their group. You know, being well versed in how these things work, they soon realised that there was likely a psychonaut somewhere in the vicinity, uh, and they brought in the help of the Spitalians uh, and the Anabaptists to hunt out and destroy this creature. The attacks grew more vicious, and soon whole corpses were found drained, and shortly after that, people started disappearing. Eventually, through uh, acts of great bravery on part of a few of the townsfolk, they mounted a secret watch and saw the psychokinetic leaving Maria's house. They then uh, alerted the Spitalians and the Anabaptists who together with the townsfolk managed to drive off the psychokinetic. When they went into Maria's house afterwards, they found that she had gone, but found evidence of hurried packing, and thus assumed, uh, to their eyes, and quite rightly, that she had been deliberately harbouring this murderer, this abomination, and had fled once she knew that the game was up. So, Yerov, do you mm. have any questions for them? Yeah, um, I'm just finishing up typing and I'm thinking. Uh, so maybe give me a few seconds. Hmm. Very good. Uh, let's go for some narrative description then. Um, there are four men and two women, all resplendent in red robes that wrap around their bodies, um, lightly to help uh, deal with the heat. Uh, one of them appears to be wearing a the um, tall uh, felt hat of Romano. 
uh, and he appears to be the best dressed and most uh, authoritative of all of the witnesses that you've seen so far. Before this incident, was she a helpful member of the community? Was she isolated? Or had she done anything harmful known to you prior to this? She was a widower, um, but she had certainly never harmed anyone that they knew of. But she mostly kept to herself, especially after the death of her husband. What happened to her husband? He had died some years prior. Um, an accident while hiking in the mountains. He was uh, a shepherd. And they believe he was after one of their lost sheep when he fell down a ravine. Um, he was found, his corpse mangled and broken. Um, almost beyond recognition. Hmm. Alright, I think that's it for questions from these guys. For these guys. Um. Very good. Yarov is, um, writing all of this down himself, I think. Making little notes. Um. Mm -hmm. Tapping the side of his head with a pen, as if in deep thought. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Kastner will speak up at this point and just say, And was there any period where Maria and or her husband disappeared for any length of time? The assembled uh, Pagarans sort of confer with each other for a moment before agreeing that it wasn't unusual for her or her husband to, you know, to uh, not be seen in town for several days at a time. Stephanie nods her head appreciatively. Thank you. Uh, now, uh, if you would step forward, um, Patricia. Uh, this is Maria's sister, who has been a, as far as I can tell, productive and helpful member of the Dresden community for some years after moving here. Uh, Patrizio, would you like to tell us what you know of this incident? The young woman steps forward, her hands uh, clasped tightly in front of her. She claims that her sister, um, she knew of her, her sister's uh, husband's death, and as such was not surprised to find her um, coming up suddenly from Pergari, though it looked as if she'd come in quite a hurry. She claimed that with the death of her husband she had been ousted by her community um, and shunned and she had no way of um, providing for herself and so uh, came to the only living relative she knew of 
to try and help make her way in the world. And in the weeks that she had been here, she had been um, helpful and polite and indeed quite excited to be in a new part of Europe. She had no idea that her sister was accused of a crime, but she couldn't believe that she would ever knowingly harbour a monster like that. Hmm. Yarov? Okay. Um, but not once did she mention the psychokinetic. No. No, not once. Did she often talk of her late husband? It was not a subject that we brought up, ever, and neither did she. Did, uh, was Maria fearful of any kind of retribution from anyone in her hometown? Or whatever reason? She never spoke of... Pogare very much. It seemed like quite a painful experience for her. Mm. Um. Yara seems rather stumped at this point. It looks towards uh, Stephanie to see if she has any insightful questions for Patricia. Okay. Stephanie is going to look hard at um, Patricia. Tell me, were you very close with your sister? Oh yes, yes, until I moved we were almost inseparable. And when did you move? Oh, about... Uh, Fifteen or sixteen years ago now. I see. And was there any reason for that? Can you make me an expression check? Please, Alistair. Okay. There's one coming up. Three. Three successes. At this question, Patricia looks a little bit nervous. Uh, I followed my husband up north. Um, he is a woodsman and hunter by trade. Uh, and he thought that the lush forests of, of the north would provide a better uh, stable income for him. I see, says Stephanie. Very well. If you have no further questions, Yarov? Uh, your husband, is he still around? Yes, yes, he is still alive. Uh, though he could not bring himself to see me in such a state. He is back at home still. But he has nothing to do with any of this. Um, I look to the other, I look to Stephanie and the others as if to verify that this is true or not. Stephanie 
nods, um, not emphatically, but just a, a sort of, you know, a slight tilt of the head. That, yeah, she believes this to be true. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, can I ask? Can I now? Can I ask questions for the group of Hagarans? This is a little irregular, Yarov, but <laughs> I will allow it. Um, I want to inquire as to the nature of uh, Patricia's husband. Is he familiar to you, or was he? Patricia's husband was from out of town. We knew of him uh, in the brief period where they lived together, but they very shortly moved afterwards. Okay, I see. Thank you. Um. All right. Uh, I nod as, the, as if to say, let's move on. Okay. Last but not least by any means is Maria herself. Um, she begins to tell her tale of how um, she was always on the outside of the town um, as a quiet girl um, interested more in exploring and, and daydreaming and, and tending to the animals uh, than con necessarily contributing directly to their little village. Um, she then says how after her husband died in a terrible accident she had no real means of income the town uh, were not supportive of her um, and indeed many of them disliked her thinking that she was some kind of uh, bad omen that bad luck seemed to follow her around wherever she went when the psychokinetic attacked, they used that uh, as an excuse to drive her away. And now they were coming to ensure that she would never be able to visit bad luck on them again. Mm. Did the psychokinetic as described by eyewitnesses ever enter your house? No. I put my head in my hands. Come on, Alistair, you're a judge. Would you like to make a roll for this, perhaps? I would like to make a roll for this, of course. Excellent. Um, I'm not sure what role this is going to be. I'm going to say it's going to be underneath charisma, most yeah. likely. But um, I will allow you to sort of choose within reason. Yeah. So I think um, expression or conduct, mm -hmm. perhaps. Um, I've rolled expression. Let's go um, uh, conduct. Okay. Um, like they, will give, they will both give you slightly different answers, obviously depending on how well you do in either of them. Yeah, um, let's go conduct, just generally, is she behaving as if, you know, she's telling the truth or not, um, 
Let's go. Okay. Bada bing, bada boom. Three. Another three successes. She is wringing her hands um, together quite tightly. She's definitely uncomfortable with this trial, but there's something in the way that she's answering your questions. They are her, her speech is incredibly formal, which for someone um, in her position is very unusual. And she's the answer almost sort of springs from her mouth before you finished asking the, in the asking the question. It does make you doubt the veracity of this statement. Mm. Um. Okay, Alistair is thinking um, about okay. some more questions. In, in the meantime... You can hear the whirring of the fan trying to call your CP. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that me? Or... Um, in, in the meantime, um, Kastner is going to look over at her and say, Tell me, Maria, is there a lot of... Spore near your village? Uh, well, yes, but it is some way away. And have you ever used burn before? No, no, never. Or your husband? She looks guiltily for a second before one of the Pagarans chimes up and says I know for a fact that he did at least once my, uh, my he looks a little bit cheapish for a second a, an associate an acquaintance of mine once sold some to him <laughs> Stephanie looks back at Maria who nods uh, her head now bowed I see Yarov any further questions? Uh, it's very warm and Alistair's brain um, needs time to warm up um, Alistair make a snap decision and either A, you kill the culprit and show everyone else the power of the law, or B, you kill an innocent and thereby scare the culprit into a life of law-abidingness because they are too afraid to cheat death again. <laughs> and show everyone <laughs> the power of the law. And show everyone else the power of the law. You could Precisely. kill anyone here. And it's a win <laughs> for law and order. <laughs> Personally, Yarov, that's, that's a... what makes it so powerful. Yeah. A pathetic little man murders <laughs> the... people using a justice system. <laughs> the, the thing is, I'm playing a behind uh, an intellectual character, and the thing about Alistair right, is that he's very dumb. Um, <laughs> oh, but what about all the Dostoevsky that you read in preparation? Yeah, yeah. Uh, come on. Right. The thing is, what about that? What about that? That's a good I point. I can't even say Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky. <laughs> yeah. Um, the okay. thing is, would there you, is would crime. You, there is crime. Would you like? Would you like to roll? Um, 
Sign them all up. Is that Hoa? Well, no, no. Just roll the duck arrow punches over. Says one moment, Your Honor. Punches. Would you like to roll me? Would you like to roll me a? Points one, two, three. Can could you please roll me a cunning and I'm just gonna say focus roll, please. Okay. And if you do well, I'll give you. Pertinent. Oh, good God! Yeah. Four successes and four triggers. Four triggers and, and that cannon. Two successes. Oh my God! Four okay. Yeah. yeah fair. Give me that cannon. Okay. So, um, just to keep it a little bit interesting, I'm just going to point you to the pertinent facts of the case. Yes. Um, it's like that Sherlock RPG where you're always given a clue. Exactly. That was fun. So. That was good. So, pertinent facts. Um, her sister moved away 15 years ago, quite suddenly. There were decent periods of time where either Maria or her husband weren't seen in town. Her husband, whose mangled body, incredibly mangled body, was found down a ravine, died relatively recently, after which she was supposedly ostracised by the society. They lived near a spore field, and her husband has used... is probably a burn user. Uh, and she is... she is, um... not regularly seen around town in any case. Also... I, w I would guess the fact that a small band of townsfolk and a couple of spitalians were able to drive off a psychokinetic. Yeah. Uh, so, um, would Yarov have would Yarov be suspicious of the fact that uh, it was it was stopped by that number of people? You know, not a huge force, just like a, a group of lads. Yeah. Yeah. Very likely. Especially given that, uh, I, I think I may have forgotten to say this, but there were no real casualties. Ask about the 36 the, the, casualties. The, the, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Hmm, yeah. I could ask, so, did you say 34 people died? Yes. Um, how many people lived in this village? Roughly. Oh. No more than a hundred at the beginning. So one third of the population died to this monster. Hmm. Over five years. Over five. Mm hmm. Okay. Are there any known uh, features of this war field? Um, irregularities. Anything of note? that would make someone uh, want to explore it. Not that I would know of. Are you, are you just asking this to, to Maria or to the Pergarans? Or? I, I look to Maria first and then the Pergarans. Okay. Yeah, no, she, she's... Yeah, she's fairly adamant she'd never go there. And the Pergarans also, they're all very aware of the dangers of spore fields. Mm-hmm. Have it in living memory. 
Have there been any other incidents with psychokinetics? Not that you know, we can think of. Unless there were multiple, but we only know of the one. Can you describe it to me? I was there. Uh, one of the um, Pagaran women steps forward. It was uh, horrible. Bloated. Uh, it probably stood only about five and a half feet tall, but hovering just above the ground so that it appeared larger and more horrifying. Uh, black eyes. A bald scalp. Short, stubby arms and legs, but covered in a disturbing layer of fat, as if it had been gorging itself. <clears throat> um, out of character, do psychokinetics communicate, you know, um, what's the word, at all? with their victims, like, you know... Oh yeah, uh, they, 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 they can talk and, and, and communicate as normal people can. Um, yeah, um, so you'll ask, uh, did this psychokinetic ever communicate anything? Say anything? Not that I heard. It mostly shrieked and cried out. Was it loud? Very. Did you ever hear noises from Maria's house? Uh, no, but then she and her husband were on the edge of the village near, near the woods, near where the sheep were kept. And was it seen leaving their house specifically, or simply the grounds around it? Uh, at this point, the woman turns to the um, man wearing the Romani hat, who says, It was seen coming down their path. There is only one thing that way, and it's that's their house. These sheep, did they survive? How many of them were harmed in these five years? I don't know. I don't think anyone went to check. Their flock was very large. It uh, was never very large. Uh, it seemed they couldn't get more than a few of their lambs to survive each year. Um, I'll look to Maria and say, Yo, your sheep, do they live? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, after my husband died, I tended to them as best I could, but... I am no shepherd. Okay, so they possibly just wandered off or something. Um, okay. Um, your Patricia, your husband, if he took Burn, why would you think he would do that? My, my husband is 
has, has not taken Bert. She says she looks um, worried now at the, the council. It, it was Maria's husband. Oh, sorry. Known to oh, boy. Bert. I got. We scrap that. Scrap that from the record. <laughs> Please say record's gone. Maria's husband. Okay, I got that one. Um, I then ask Maria um, the same question. Um, do you think there would be a reason why he would take Ben? It's a harsh life out in the mountains. Uh, there are many dangers. I, I can only assume if you want to be at his best to 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 survive out there. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Out of character. Out mm. of uh, psychokinetics. They like. Yes. They they don't like normally hang around in houses late. That's what Alistair was thinking. <laughs> nope, not usually. <laughs> Um, uh, Only if they're married to the homeowner. Uh, I'm going to turn to the Bergarans and say, um, was there any evidence of the presence of the psychokinetic within her house? Did any of you investigate it? Uh, yes, we went in after she had fled. Uh, there was... Uh, Nothing specific, but in one of the back rooms, there was a large quantity of blood around. Relatively fresh as well. Um, okay. Um, do I, would I need to do a check to um, determine if I think they're telling the truth or not in this case? I think based on your previous roles, you, you know, they're telling the truth. Okay. They're definitely biased, but they're telling the truth. Mm. Um. These people um, were unfortunately killed. Do you just, uh, looking at the Bergerans, do you know of any connection between them, or was it completely random anywhere within the town that it might have struck? It was anyone in the town, uh, usually those who went out at night. After... Hmm. Um, I think I, yeah, I was going to eye the Bergaran suspiciously. Mm -hmm. After such a death toll, was there any reason you would stay? Knowing that there was, was such a danger. It was our town. We weren't going to get chased off. That's why we brought in the Spitalians and the Anabaptists. We wanted to stop this and keep our lives going as they had been. So, um, how long was it? Was it five years uh, out of character? This is that. Yeah, yeah. Over the course of, over the course of five years, it went from um, increases in ticks and lice and other bloodsuckers 
um, to then desiccated bodies and then finally just complete disappearances. Okay, so it took them five years to bring into battalions. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, they, they brought they brought them in earlier than that. Okay. After uh, sort of when when the bodies first started turning up, but without finding anything, there was nothing they could do. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, and um, how was this uh, creature uh, driven out? With flames and swords and fungicide. And no one was injured doing so? No, thank the Numa. Hmm. I'm gonna tap my foot agitatedly and look at, um, Stephanie. Um, what, what she, how is she looking? I think at this point she's sitting back with her fingers sort of steepled. Um, a calm look on her face. It's difficult to read anything off of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> um, Alistair knows that there's something up with Patricia, but Alistair doesn't know what. Alistair mm-hmm. is feeling quite stressed. Ah! <laughs> Just pull the trigger, Alistair. <laughs> and then the stress goes away. <laughs> I would ask Maria about the blood. With that amazing cunning roll, I will also tell you this. Patricia and her husband have four children. Maria, from what you can gather, has none. (gasps) Um... What does that mean? <laughs> well, a tall man knows, but I don't fucking know. Has <laughs> oh my! I think the maid. Uh, don't spoil it. With the, the candelabra in the library. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's Nicolo's innate Faramat's uh, uh, abilities coming through into uh, Tormek, his great great grandson. <laughs> um. Hmm. There's going to be a lot of umming and arming. You can cut out, Ben. Hmm. Don't worry. Um. Well. But what does that mean, though? Hang on. Just to say, you can ask these, Alistair. Even if you do get the wrong person, they probably have committed a crime in the past at some point. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, just it. the 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 overall uh, like justice deficit is restored. All right, veterinary. You could ask Maria about the blood. So you could ask yeah. her about if she's ever had any children. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask. I'm still Mac. not. I'm not picking up what um, Ben's putting down there. But you and your husband, Maria, did you ever have children or want to have children? Of course, we wanted children, but um, we were never able to have any. Um. Stephanie is looking hard at Maria at this point. Mm. Okay. Keep pushing. <laughs> Stress her out. Make her break, break her, Alison. Mm. <laughs> was that any? Was that a cause of distress? 
for the relationship between you and your husband. Perhaps you went on many long walks together to iron out your feeling. No, it, it was disappointing for my husband and I, but we loved each other. We would... It would never come between us. Okay. So, it's clear that a lot of people have died. Um, yes. The psychokinetic is involved... Somehow, maybe it wanted to steal some babies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when did the husband die? Uh, the husband. When did the husband die? The, hus Quite recently. the husband died. Um, when would it have been? The husband died probably about four years ago. Um, was that? Um, did that, in the timeline here, did that coincide with the arrival of, like, the signs of the psychokinetic? Yeah, that was, it was probably around the, the time of the first murders, first killings. Hmm, okay, so Alice is thinking, this husband uh, possibly has some connection to, um... The score field. Somehow, this psychokinetic maybe um, contains some of the will of her husband, the spirit, and um, out of frustration with the rest of the village, maybe took revenge, uh, or for some other reason. Um, um, he's going to ask about Mimi about the blood. Um, okay. Uh, she denies that denies any, any blood when she okay. denies the blood. Are, are you are you talking this out with? Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that out loud. Yeah. Okay. She thinks it, she says um, it is true. We don't know very much about how these portals interact with humans and their psyche. But think for a second, you know, what are the reasons that someone might hide a potentially dangerous animal or person in their house for so long? A sense of attachment, perhaps. Indeed. And what are the strongest bonds we form in life? Between husband and wife, father or mother and child. Mm -hmm. I think by this point I've arrived and I'm standing next to Tormek in the crowd. <laughs> I, I pass the popcorn. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I tap you on the shoulder. And I go, I, I thought there was going to be an execution. <laughs> I didn't Just know if I would, I don't know if I was feeling up to it. And then I decided that, no, I think it really would make me feel better if I saw someone be hanged. Um, 
Okay. Well, you'll be waiting a while. Yarov is. Uh, oh, oh Yarov is up there. <laughs> Look at him. Aren't you proud of our oh. little guy? <laughs> yeah, that, Look at him up there with his little hat. What do you that, think that they're is... saying up there? Well, I can't hear a fucking word. I, I would be at the back of the crowd. Yeah. You've no, just about all, heard the testimonies, but you, you can't you can't hear what Yarov and... Yeah, I've got like very vague there. impressions of what's going on. Okay. <laughs> so somehow... I'm going to go to a concession store. And, Maybe, um, okay. Get us drinks. <laughs> Then perhaps for some, I think he's going to wander quietly so that only Stephanie can hear. He considered this like kinetic. Be her child. He looked. He now looked very confused. Not just considered, Yerov. Oh. I believe he was her child. Consider what would cause an otherwise happily married couple who. Never have children. Potentially infertility, but her sister certainly seems to have done quite well. Yeah. What would drive away a family member who were, in her own words, who was, in, in her own words, incredibly close with her sister? Um. What would cause a woman to stay in a society that shunned her? after the death of the only person she loved. Do you begin to see the picture? Um, so what would cause her sister to leave, and why would she stay if she had a psychokinetic baby? Um, well, it can't really travel far, can it? They can't really go out into the world, right? Um, it has to stay and like feed on people, right? Mm -hmm. It has to feed, and you know, sister probably would not be a fan of that. So the sister probably would know, right? Precisely for the safety of herself, her husband, and her future children. I believe. When she found out that her sister had had this abomination of a child, she left. I see. Now break the sister. <laughs> Make her incriminate Maria. <laughs> was that, yeah, was just that this, the voice this... of the bad or good karma uh, on well, the show? Nice to be seen. <laughs> no, there's, there's just a note passed to the front of the... <laughs> like, like in those um, legal movements. Okay. Um. Wait. Um. I believe I have a judgment. Very good. I will stand up and proclaim. I believe Maria is guilty of what he is charged. This is a very unusual case um he, he's gonna like look quickly to stephanie as if should i explain what's happening to everyone or not would that be a good idea she um yeah she nods and says justice mm. must be done then the t truth of the matter shall be known 
This psychokinetic was born of Malia. Hence, he let it stay. Hence, he let it feed. How could she when... How could she not when... Well, it was hers. However, this had a terrible human cost. Which is hers to bear. However, he is not the only guilty one. For Patricia knew, and did little to stop it. The judgment, the punishment of Melia needs to be severe. But Patricia must also learn that her consequences had actions. Uh, actions are consequences. I fucked <laughs> that up, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. It's Sorry, I, didn't, I didn't want to interrupt if this yeah, is yeah, part of the speech. But... <laughs> her consequences have action. Oh, <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Her, her action. I, I'm doing it again. Yeah, well, I'm, no, evidently you, not. You have a boyfriend. Oh, oh shit! Wait. <laughs> yeah, listen. It's very yeah. warm. I, 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 I turned to Yarrow, I, I turned to Paul Beck and say, I didn't what is he saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, something about boyfriends and girlfriends. Is, and... <laughs> yeah, not being good at speech in the first place combined with heat delirium. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No. I, um, I, as, as, as Gatalina returns from the drinks, I pass her a handy spoon that we can use to sip out. Oh, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I've already get. I, I pull one from the brace of spoon. Like, they're just so uh, well made, aren't they? I, 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 bought some, I, I brought her some stew. And, oh, uh, and, uh, all, all I had to give them was this bracelet I had on me. Oh, <laughs> Great yeah. deal. Oh, well, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't have any money, so yeah, I, I, I paid with the bracelet. You gave it to me as payment, so I had oh, it perfect. to the air. I'm just so glad I got this food. Everyone else is, like, degenerates are having to sip the soup from the bowl. <laughs> I hand you a, yeah. a very well-crafted spoon. Christ, I, this I, is I'm a... Like, I'm, like, spooning water into my mouth from a cup. And Imagine it's the end of, a, like, a hard-boiled detective show. It's, like, really gritty and serious. And then some clowns walk in, they're like, Yo, you seen this spoon? That's literally what's happening. You know, it's show. important to support your friends and what they do, so I think as you're monologuing, detailing the crimes of this woman, we go, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Monster! Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, right. Um, <laughs> this whole... I'm sorry. I think all of you, all the listeners, I think Alice's mum's going to be like, oh, it must have been a very warm day when they, the when they recorded this. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh boy. Um, this whole affair would have been stopped sooner since Patricia knew. I believe Melia should be sentenced to death. Um, I guess the crowd react, the Pagarans react to that. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Woohoo! Yeah! Are... Get him! Woohoo! Uh, the Pagarans are ecstatic. Mm. Spoons for are, everyone! Uh... That's my friend! I say, pointing <laughs> at the chest. <laughs> That's my friend! <laughs> you go, Yarov. <laughs> There's moonshine in this drink, isn't there? Like seeing, like seeing someone you know in a play, you go to someone next to you, I know this person. Mm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I know to the guy. executioner and say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. 
oh my god I'm yeah, friends with Yara Blind just pitched it up to our temple and we're like woo go Yara I taught him to use that gun <laughs> yeah. great work Tormek well it's and then I throw a spanner at him off to the, onto the stage and I go, think fast! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> if, um, I, be- I believe if Patricia wanted to be protective of her sister or anyone else in town, then he would have informed them. And so I believe he, her hands could be marked and I do, n- and I think he should be exiled. Stephanie looks at you approvingly. I regrettably believe that your judgments are fair and just. Maria will be executed. Uh, and once again, there is a, a cheering from the Pagaran quarter. And Patricia and her family will be asked to leave Dresden forever. They will be exiled and her lips marked as those of a liar. Uh, uh, Sentence will be carried out immediately. Alas, for Maria, we will have to wait. There is a judge coming. He will be here within the month. He is a harsh man, according to some. But his insight and sense of justice is above reproach. He is a protector who has roamed far from justician, but we are lucky to have him. Indeed, from what I understand, he is keen to meet you, Yarov. I look, I am t- I'm visibly taken aback, I think. But, uh, myself together and not uh, reverently. Excellent. This trial is over and justice has prevailed. And that there's a, a, a murmuring and a, a, a sort of excited chatter with the crowd. Um, they're going to get an execution in the next month. Yay! Ugh. Entertainment. Ooh. Coming back, baby. <laughs> so... On that note, and with your uh, keen, incisive sense of uh, duty done, we're going to end the session there. Oi. Go Yarov. Oh, I came all the Brilliant. way here. <laughs> Apologies, everyone else. Thank you very much for being so patient oh, with Yarov's trial. I've just uh, thought. Um, I, sorry, sorry. To, I, at the end of that, everyone's going to be really disappointed that there's no execution. I'm sure everyone could do with a pint. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the yeah, on and the in and out post trial handing out post trial in and out dollars, which can be redeemed in the in and out only. Hey, do you want to play poker with the judge? Get yourself to the in and out. <laughs>
Okay. Don't go to the pub that's right next door. No. Okay. Walk to the edge of town. <laughs> oh boy. Oh dear. So I don't I don't want to go too much into the biology, but I am wondering how it works. You know. Well, when a mummy and a daddy love each other very much. Actually, it, it, it is part of the law. Like, this, this is how new biokinetics are made. Yeah, it's like if if someone who's like really sp sporified gives birth or something. Yeah, and if you're yeah. in an area which is spore-ridden and the whole place is just full of contamination. Oh. Yeah, there's always a chance that you give birth to a... The yeah. homo degenesis. Precisely. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Cool.